0: For more information, visit multrimobile.com.
1: We're live. And we're live. O2 Roadshow. O2 Most?
2: Roadshow. We're starting the episode right here. We these, are. You're singing. So we are, let's see. Two hundred seventy-one miles from home. coming back from the Great American Outdoor Show. We're literally on the road, driving, recording in Look, the Tahoe, the O2 like, Tahoe. Looking, looking like a
1: couple of d bags just rolling down the road with headphones on, and uh, yeah, we do, man.
2: We we had a we had a good show. We, so we're 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 at, at Gayos, as it's called, it's a, the NRA show in Harrisburg, PA. Uh, we were guests of Go Wild, time to go wild.com. Download the app on and the Android and uh, iPhone, and so we we were we were there helping them sell stuff in the booth, meet some members, met some listeners. Jesse, we met Jesse from from PA. We met David from PA. Uh, met some other people. We got to hang out with Bo Martonic for a little bit in the booth. Man, we it was a good time, man. And I think the highlight, Andrew, for me, Amish meat pockets. Mm. Talked about those Brad Luttrell the other uh, the
1: other week. Those were good. pretty, so- pretty good.
2: <clears throat> It's, it's not code. It's not code word for something.
1: No, no, no. We yes, no, we're not going to go there cuz this is a uh, family-friendly show. At least that's what our goal is. But uh, let's go ahead and break down the Amish meat pocket, Paul, because spoiler alert, we don't have any uh, expert guests today. We're just going re- to recap the uh ge- geos as we like geos. to refer-
2: Yeah, so we we've we've tried to record with with some of our turkey turkey guests on the road and we're just in and out of the mountains so we just can't get good reception so you know we don't want to provide crappy uh crappy content for you guys so i mean i guess you're gonna get crappy content because just you and i there's no one no one smart listen if you want to hear some good turkey content shameless plug how to hunt turkeys podcast sportsman's empire flip on over to that after you listen to this yep all sorts of turkey content. Who would you have yeah. on this week? Uh, today, February seventh, Dave Owens from Penhody Project was on. Uh,
1: we've had him on, on the to, show
2: here before. He's, we have. He's yeah. sharp, man. Dave Sharp, man. Good, good, good turkey hunter. Good man. We talked a lot about, uh, you know, kind of like the spirit of a turkey hunter, why he turkey hunts, uh, and and we talked about hunting tough birds, which was a great conversation talk about hunting the different weather patterns so yeah there was there was really interesting conversation with him so enjoy enjoyed his time but on that i've got i've got some some good content we got some good turkey turkey folks coming up on on this show so for those of you that listen to this program regularly one thank you uh two you probably know that this is like i'm like a pig
1: and poopy months i know you're getting there's a little bit more wallering in it so. Shine in your eyes every day,
2: every day, man. I'll tell you what. I I went outside this morning. It was like thirty degrees, and the sun was up here in Harrisburg, PA.
1: You're out there. The, gobbling, birds, the birds, the birds were. I, as
2: soon as I walked out, I was just like, <laughs> I just felt, just felt right. I came downstairs, and you're sitting there with all your calls out, like, <laughs> just, no. uh, you know. So, so another highlight. So we got Amish meat pockets. We're walking through, and and there's like. There's a bunch of people selling sheds and different, uh, you know, art stuff made with with you know shed antlers from deer and moose and elk, and then the coolest one that we saw, the the coon peckers. They were five bucks. They were like, I didn't, I didn't. coon baculums. <laughs> Everyone's googling baculum right now. Toothpicks. Yeah, coon wieners, dude. I did not know that you you could have like a coon
1: pecker was a decoration. I've, I've heard people talk about it before. I've never have you seen really? it. And i su- yeah. I surely as hell did not expect to see a whole bowl of them. So No, no.
2: I didn't want to I didn't want to touch them at first, but I mean I did. But <laughs> that right in my hand.
1: <laughs> oh shoot. All right, before we get to that, let's get some of the the news here. We do have our final 2022-2023 deer harvest report yeah. from the state of Ohio. So next week, if everything goes as planned and way my life has been the last month that's not necessarily the way it works but um the we will have mike tonkovich on and he will will cover some of this so he has agreed we're going to interview Tonk here soon yep and uh but just to give you an idea of some of the highlights with the the season ending on february 5th a total of 210,977 deer were checked so for those of you keeping score at home that's up almost fourteen thousand deer from last year. Last year we ended up one ninety six nine eighty eight. Uh, the three year average is one ninety three. So, good job out there, fellow hunters of yeah. Ohio, taking down the deers. Paul, you took down four four this year that you didn't take down last year. So you're part of that. There we go, man. Part of that three. Part areas. of that slaughter. But uh, breaking it down a little bit, archery ninety nine thousand seven forty two. Uh, the week-long and the two-day gun season combined 87,095 the four-day muzzleloader season 13,617 the youths took 9,515 the who the youths youths uh the controlled firearm hunts is that what yours would qualify as yes 1,008 no kidding All right. 1,008. 1008. The final numbers for the top counties. You ready? Yeah. Uh, Here we go. Number 10, Trumbull County. Okay. Nine, Carroll. Eight, Guernsey. Seven, Holmes. Six, Licking. Five, Knox. Four, Ashtabula. Three, Muskingum. Two was Tuscarora's and, no surprise, Coshocton. You win. How many, how many did you fellers in Coshocton kill? Well, 7,590.
2: 7,500. Listen, the first person that lives in Coshocton County that reaches out to us on either Go Wild at O2 Podcast or Instagram, the.02.podcast, we're going to give you the Deer Champion Prize of the Year. It we're going to come up with something. It might be an emoji of a trophy, but. No, don't. no, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do something. <laughs> we can put together a t shirt or something. Yeah, a t shirt, a little trophy. Yeah, we're, we're going to give you the, the county champion trophy. So reach out to us. We're going to give you something free. Just All right. as being the. We're going to
1: call you the king of the county. So let's see. You guys, 7,590 7, this year in Kashakken County. Last year, they also led the, the state with 7,144. So they were up as well. Um, not going to be any deer left out there after oh. too long, but anyway, I got let's plenty. see. Dude, I don't know where we're at in in, in
2: Pennsylvania, but, man, look at that. It it's is, beautiful. We're Everett, Everett, Pennsylvania. This is gorgeous out here. Mountains everywhere. Little towns. These little like towns, little like towns, little valleys everywhere. Valleys. I mean, when we drove through here last you know, the other day, it was pitch black out. We couldn't see anything. So, yeah, this is cool. This a cool little. All right, cool. Paul, so What else we got? What's the most popular hunting implement used? Uh, you know I'm going to say I'm going to say a bow. All right, let's get a little bit more specific. Mm. okay, so Here, I'll give you the least popular one. Handgun. Handgun. Okay, so handgun, uh, only m-
1: 546 deer taken that. Okay, way. muzzle loader. That was number 5. Okay. Crossbow. Crossbows number 1. Crossbow's
2: number one. So, more deer were killed in Ohio with a crossbow yep. than any other. 34% of them.
1: So no that's, shit. Uh, 71,701. Uh, um, what was number two? Longbow? Straight walled cartridge rifle. Okay. Just over 56,000. Okay. Shotgun is third, 36,398. And then a vertical bow is 28,041. So, I'm sure that's compound and trad bow combined. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, that i i did not I did not see crossbow
2: being the number one dealer deer killing implement in the state
1: that's an interesting one because you hear people talk all the time you know if you shoot crossbow you know a real archer and yeah. blah 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 whatever horse crap that is but <clears throat> which i don't believe that but um it obviously shows i mean if you take that out of the equation in theory, you lose seventy one thousand harvests, maybe those guys would go a different route or whatever, but like that's a big that that is a major tool for managing a deer herd yeah you know, at least in ohio so you know if that's not your thing in the other states i know there's other states that don't allow it but it's obviously 34 percent of our deer were taken taking that yeah. way you know there's
2: there's a there's a group there's there's a podcast and and i don't i don't know who they are i haven't paid attention to them but i i see like their their clips on on tiktok and and one of the guys lives here in ohio so and and if you guys Know who I'm talking about, Send them our way. I'd love to. I'd love to talk to them. But their their opinion of like crossbow hunters is super elitist, man. And it's just like they don't think one that you should do it, or two that like they should have their own separate uh, season. And I'm not smart enough to know what's right or wrong with 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 deer and and, and archery hunting. But I mean, for me, like I want hunting to be accessible and fun and and successful for for anyone and everyone that that that, you know chooses to 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 take up this pursuit right yeah well in access so go ahead
1: i i think it's obviously a massive discussion but i would venture to say that most of the people using crossbows are either at the beginning of their hunting career or at the end yeah. And we talked to some people this week at the uh, Great American Outdoor Show. They're shooting crossbows, but they're older, and they've got a click in their shoulder. I always hear about this click in my shoulder. You know, if that keeps you from going out because you can't pull a bow back and do it ethically and all that kind of stuff, that's that's defeating the purpose, right? Yeah. So, and Or if it means you only get to go out for one week of the gun season. Like, if it opens that, the doors up and it helps with the, the problems that we have with populations, like, yeah. Let it be, man. Yeah, and I, I but, think, kids, I think, it's, too, like it, oh, kids, yeah. kids,
2: kids, and ball. women. You know, I, I think, and, and, you know, we had Dustin Huff on this show. I mean, Dustin Huff's late twenties at the at the oldest. You know, and he shot moose with a crossbow, and that man gets a ton of hate for for taking that deer with a crossbow, and so we've talked about it. And if you're listening to this, I want I want I want you guys to reach out and talk about this. And this is a controversial topic, but we'll talk about it. But you know, you talk to we hear about wounding rates. That, so they estimate wounding rates. It's sixty percent. So just say sixty percent of all the deer in Ohio. You add on sixty percent of that. Those are deer of, of the what? Two hundred thousand. Yeah, I mean that, that's a ton of deer that were that were wounded. And so, with with a compound bow, we all know this. You get you get jitters, you get nervous. You've got all of these variables that that, that can lead to a poor shot that, that wounds an animal. I and, I and this is just this is just my personal opinion. I feel like a crossbow is definitely easier to kill a deer with mm-hmm. than, a, than a bow, and a gun is easier to kill a deer than a crossbow. And so, like the wounding rates are lower. So, I mean, you get these guys that are like super elitist, and well, yeah, I should practice more. And it's just like, you know, you know like, you, these these longbow guys, like the compound guys, like you, you're the one wounding all the deer. Like, I, mean, that's, I, I would I would say that it's probably and I do. I've wounded a deer this year, you know, with a gun. So, I mean, it happens. But I don't know, man. It's uh, it's it's such a contentious issue for so many people. And I, I feel like it doesn't need to be. It's just an honest conversation and. You talk about access and Dan Johnson. I was on his Nine Finger Chronicles podcast just last week talking about. He asked me about the differences between turkey hunting and deer hunting, and his concern was that he felt like deer hunting was going the way of a rich man sport and an ultra elitist pursuit. And that's not how that's not how it should be. Yeah. You're always going to have those people. You have those people in any pursuit of hunting. Any any just rabbits, turkey, dove, quail. Moose. I'm sure it goes
1: outside of even hunting. I can't think of a oh, good analogy yeah. to it right now. But Golf. You know, like uh, the evolution of, of things and, and weapons in this case. You know, if if we all hunted like Native Americans did back in the day, we'd be in a giant group of people trying to, like, run them down, using spears, stuff that's not probably as sharp as it should be, not as strong. I mean, you just got to take it. If, if trad bow hunting is your thing, do it, man, and be yeah. the best at it. Or if you want to have a compound, you want to have a crossbow, whatever. Like, with, if, it, if it's within the, the legal limits of the law, and I, I don't see a problem with it. Yeah. And I think as long as you're doing, you know, your job and, and practicing, and I yeah. shot crossbow for a couple of years, uh, just as I was trying to kind of basically regain confidence and stuff. I never lost one with a crossbow, yeah. so maybe I should go back to that. But at the same time. Uh, you know, I, I still have it, and if I really want to, I can, or I can use it to teach my kids and, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, yep. for sure. I don't know.
2: Yeah, it's an interesting it's an interesting conversation, man. And uh, I, I I you know I, I don't fight with people online, but you know those guys that have that podcast, I would fight with them in person. And, and fight's the wrong word. I would have I would have a conversation, uh, and you know. <laughs> I just think it's a dumb I think it's a dumb uh, take. You know, that 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 you should outlaw crossbows. I don't know why. I just pictured you, know, you like in a Walmart parking lot about to throw down about I young, thought
0: this was America. You know, crossbow. You, you, you want a crossbow? Let's go. Oh, let's go. Right. Yeah. I did not even own a
2: crossbow. Right. Like I literally have no dog in this fight. I don't even like to deer bow hunt. I mean I had fun, fight. but yeah. Right. <laughs> I just No, man, I, I don't I don't like when I don't like when people when people pick on Oh my wife's her calling. Yeah, she's calling. I've got she her. know
1: we're recording. Oh no, come on. And you
2: know what? I've got it on, on Do Not Disturb but She breaks there. she's the favorite on, on the phone, so it just goes right through. Or she's called me like thirty times and she got she got Do you want me time. to text her and say we're recording? Yeah, text her. Tell her tell her we're recording a show and uh, that I love her. Them. Uh, so uh I don't know what else we got. So yeah, time time to go wild.com com. Those guys were awesome to hang out with man. Always a great group. They got uh they got a lot of stuff coming up for turkey season that you can get if you need to get geared up for turkey season. Uh awesome, awesome presence, social media on there, really getting uh it is growing. That community is growing. There's a lot of good conversations uh going on right now about Turkey. Turkey hunting ticks, tips, and tricks. Uh so I guess there are really no tricks in turkey hunting, man. It is just uh as straightforward as you can. So so thanks to Go Wild for for their support of the show and and for for being friends uh of just us and and everything they've done for us. Uh so shout out to those guys. We've we've got uh I got old D D T, old Derek coming up. We're gonna do some turkey hunting, hopefully get him on an Ohio bird. Dan said he wants to come up, so yeah, man, I'm looking forward to that. So, so thanks to them, half dash rack dot com. Thanks to Half Rack for uh, for everything that they do. Awesome products. They got some really neat stuff available for turkey hunting. They've got what bow hunting, the bow hunting case, oh. the Wildcat case is awesome. I bought I one of those. Stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, they got some really neat stuff. Good. Probably my, my, my favorite thing that I've got uh, is the Boone. Sling. It's a nice leather sling. It's got a really neat logo on it. Really, uh, really happy with that. So, thanks to them, uh, Midwest Gun Works, MidwestGunWorks.com. If you're getting into the to the time where you need to start building an AR, you want to start looking at a rifle. You want to look at a new turkey gun, maybe some optics for your turkey gun. Check them out. Use our code Ohio Outdoors five. You can save yourself five percent, guys. Uh, really good deal. They've got a ton of stuff. Every part that you can imagine. Um, they've got some stuff for for Benelli and Barrett, some of the stuff that, that that is outdated, not produced anymore. They've got those parts on stock. They went out. That's what they do. They go out. So if you're looking for something that's hard to find from a, from a, from a rifle, a shotgun, a handgun that the parts haven't been produced in a while, they might be uh, they might be the people to have it. So give them give them a, a look. MidwestGunWorks.com. Hit the parts finder. Ohio Outdoors five, so save yourself five percent. Uh, thanks to our guys uh, up at uh, up at First Flight, man. Got uh, they got they, they're going to have the turkey kits rolling out here soon. They've got the leafy suits. I bought one of those last year. Really liked it. Uh, and then the brush pants. If you're looking for something, if you're if you if you're ripping through brush uh, in the turkey woods, I like those pants better. They're a little thicker than like the obsidian ones that I bought. The obsidian ones are nice. Uh, the brush pants, the sawbox, that's going to get you through that real thick stuff that you that you get into, uh, and they're they're they are quiet. I mean, there there is a little noise, nothing that, that disturbed me last year at all. So uh, check them out,
1: firstlight.com. Is that all? Is that all? Yeah, that's it, man. So man, what
2: a great group.
1: Uh, just I don't, you got a good vibe going on right now, Paul. I don't know if I should tell you this. Uh, the response back from your wife was that she was just calling to rub it in uh, that she was right about something um more importantly and that you were wrong about something uh so she's selfishly gloating and can't wait to get Uh, on the phone with you good
2: for her so we have this we have this (laughs) thing when 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 one of us is right and one of us is wrong we'll lick the lick the tip of our finger and act like you're putting a tally on a scoreboard and it's a good it's a good feeling yeah who's winning Oh, I mean, she's she's probably winning like a, <laughs> like a thousand to ten. Uh, and I mean, it's it's like it's so bad. It's to the point when I get to put one of those up, I'm like, hey, look, look at me, look look what, look what I'm doing. Boop. And she's just like, oh god. So I can't, I can't wait for, I can't wait for that conversation. It's gonna be great. And she, she'll listen to this since she doesn't, she doesn't listen to our guests because you know hunting bores her. So she just, she just usually listens to the intro. But she'll listen to this. So good for you. All right. So what back else? To what the else news. we got?
1: Uh, fish Ohio program celebrates amazing catches. So uh, just the update from. You 20- got any Fish Ohio pins? Uh, hell no, man. Well, we can get you I on need, fish. I I a fish. I got a couple fishing. of them, That's man. problem. Man, I got a couple of them. Been a uh, while. A Let's see. They gave out 9,723 Fish Ohio pins mm. to successful anglers with qualifying catches. Yeah. So you got to get four four qualifying catches to get your pen, and they change them every
2: year. It takes them a little while to get them. You submit it, you get a little certificate or whatever, and then and then you get your get your pen. It's cool. Like, you take a kid out and they get their first fish. They get first fish certificate on there. and Yeah, that's neat, man. Check that out. What is it? A WildOhio.com, I believe, is the website. So, they got some meat. Uh, fish some o- meat.
1: FishOhio.gov. FishOhio.gov. So 25 Go. species of fish. Yeah, all the details are on there yeah next, did I, did next I ever tell you about? we will, will
2: have a walleye on it so. oh nice so i i i caught i was fishing with my buddy dave sievers who, who who's passed away at this point he's not, uh an older gentleman got to know him real well he was he was neighbors with my parents and him and i became friends and we would go out fishing he had a boat and this would have been 2010 2011 something like that and uh so we were at hoover dam here in central ohio And we were crappie fishing, smashing crappie, fishing little minnows under our slip bobber. And something just pounds one of my minnows. This thing takes off. And I'm fighting it. You know, I got got light tackle. I got crappie rods. It takes me a few minutes to get this thing in. And as it's coming up, I see the top of the the, the back of this fish. And the back of this fish is green-ish. And I see that. And it is massive. And I, in my mind, I've just caught the new world record bass largemouth bass so i'm already spending the money right like i'm gonna buy some i'm gonna buy a boat i'm gonna buy some hunting land like i just caught like a 30 pound bass like i am legend in my own mind before this even happened before i even get this fish in none of that's true i was panicking like don't mess this up so i land this fish andrew Mm -hmm. and it's a buffalo sucker you know what buffalo sucker is
1: i think i've heard of them
2: so it's just like this giant
1: like just sucker
2: fish But it was a blast to catch. I mean, it was an absolute blast. Oh, great fight. fight. Yeah. And people... And so it's one of our native species of fish. And so people always call buffalo suckers or carp. They call them trash fish. And that's not true, man. This fish was awesome to catch. It was huge. Put up a great fight. So... But I... When I finally pull this thing up and it's got like this little tiny mouth, I see it. I'm like, oh, dude, come on, man. Like, this is... I I thought it was a bass. So it's total disappointment. So I get this buffalo sucker up on on the uh on the boat and get it unhooked and I'm just looking at it, I'm getting ready to throw it throw it back in the water and my buddy Dave's like, Hey man, let's let's weigh that thing just for sh- for grins and giggles or whatever is that what I'm say? Just for grins and giggles. So so we put this thing on, on the on the weight or on the scale and it's over forty six pounds. Jeez, man. It's forty six and some change, right? So and I mean, it's a buffalo sucker. Like, and I didn't take a picture. I didn't do anything. So I just throw this fish back in back in the in the lake. And so later that night, I'm like, man, I wonder if they have like state records for for buffalo suckers. The current the, the record at the time, I'd beaten it by over a pound. Damn. Yeah. And I so I called I call my buddy Dave. I'm like, dude.
1: Still got that that was a
2: state record fish.
1: <laughs> He's like, Damn, they have records for that.
2: I'm like, yeah. And so the guy that holds it now is over 46 pounds, uh, and it is from Hoover Dam. That's where. So apparently, if you want to catch a state record uh, fish, buffalo suckers are in good numbers at Hoover Dam. So I, 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 I'm one. not gonna lie, I was pretty, I was pretty because you know it doesn't. It, it, Picks it didn't happen right, you know. So like it just it just didn't, you know. It no proof other than me and and, and my friend who has now passed away. So um, that is my fishtail lie for the day, uh, and that's that's uh, all I got. Shoot. So I'm really I'm really curious to see what my wife is is gloating about. Yeah, I'm, I'm not happy about that.
1: She's gonna have to wait. You're gonna have to wait because we gotta get through the show. <laughs> We're pushing our time as it is. What? How much? How much time we got here on the on the mic? I don't know. Twenty minutes. I don't know. <laughs> um, before we go any further, so we talked a few weeks ago with uh, our working with half rack and stuff, and uh, yeah. you know Josh and the boys over there. We were going to do the giveaway, and we uh, had a post out there on Instagram and go wild. And we, you know, we, we were, when we were driving up the other day. This is kind of interesting. We were sitting there doing our little scrolling through and pick who we're going to take. And we landed on our winner, is David Snyder. Yeah. Right? So, David. And uh, we thank did you. this Sunday. We We, we, we did. figured this out Sunday. So, who walks up to the booth today at Go Wild, at Gayo's? I'm like, oh, hi, my name's Andrew, or whatever. And he's like, I'm David. And he's got his Go Wild hat on. You could tell this guy knew he was going, I'm like, really? Oh, you know, where are you from? Oh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, he starts talking to us. He 20. knew who we were. Wait a second. What's your last name? Yeah. <laughs> Literally, you're the one that yeah. was picked the other day. So he kind of already knows. Uh, yeah, supporter of the show, supporter of Go Wild,
2: supporter yeah. of Half Rack. So, David, thank you for listening, man. Thanks for that. I'm putting your visor up. I keep looking for turkeys, and your visor is messing me up. I can't, oh, I can't see. Yep, Look at this. There's going to be turkeys in
1: this field. That is turkey freaking heaven. Look mm-hmm. at that. Oh, God. I'm watching for the deers. No. Uh. But I'll start to watch for the turkeys for you, Paul. Oh, thank you. You Yeah. I just usually don't pay attention for that. But one of these days. Um, So, anywho. Let's see. Where are we at? We are on our way back, again, from the Great American Outdoors show. Mm -hmm. And Paul and I, we took a quick spin out there. What was that? Sunday night. Sunday night. And uh, got into town real late. Got up the next morning. Went over to the show. We got to work the booth with Dan. Dan is... The guy down at Go Wild who I he gave me his official title something sounded really important, but basically dance the gear guy, and he knows all the gear in and out um, when it comes to the he the, really does. It's it's impressive because so as you guys know, Go Wild has the, the online social media platform, but also their sales side of things where they you know sell different products. At the Great American Outdoor Show, they get the you know go they have a booth and they set up. Um, they've got a bunch of different products there, and we, you know, take pictures, and you can, you know, meet members and all that kind of stuff. So having the products on the shelf, you have to have some type of knowledge of them, right? It's not just, you know, this is what you get. You know, it helps when you, I guess, when you have knowledge of it. So Paul and I, we went last year, and, and we were out there, and uh, man, didn't know much about anything. I could tell you what no. different, different color backpacks were hanging on the wall. Uh, yeah. But when you start talking about Garmins and, uh, you know, the GPS collars and some of the dog stuff and the, you know. uh, The super techie scopes. Yeah, man, we were way over our our heads. So this year we had a little bit better um, feel for what was going on. And having Dan there, you know, he kind of helped us to, you know, guide us through some of that. But we worked yesterday. The I I could not get it over how much um, traffic was there. If you've never been to the show, and I guess maybe we, we should describe that itself. It's over in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. I think it's if it's not the State Fairgrounds, it's something very. It's similar. the Farm Show Complex is the official name okay. of and
2: of, I, the, of the of the
1: event. Do you know the, how the many van. acres are under roof there? Fourteen. Okay, uh, feels 14. like four, 40. It's yeah. massive, and they've got all these different rooms. Like, there's an equestrian area. It's kind of like a you know coliseum like thing, and in there they they got all kinds of stuff going on. Like we, you and I always talk. Mm-hmm. What a great! You could take your kids there and the whole family and like enjoy it. They got the dogs doing where the thing where they throw the the ball or the target out there. The dogs go run and jump into the water, big yeah. big pool, and all this stuff. And dock dogs. That was what Doc that was dogs. called. Dock dogs. But. Each, they've got all these different rooms, and, and the different rooms have uh, different categories basically. So there's like a fishing room and an archery room. Um, what was the name of the room we were in officially? Uh, the north, the north hall okay. is, is what it was called, but it was per- primarily guns. Yeah, I mean, it was primarily of, yeah, a like lot of
2: guns, knives, optics, that uh, gun parts. Yeah, there wasn't there wasn't a lot of clothing, no, anything like that.
1: They have an archery hall, they have a boat hall, an RV uh, hall, yep. an outdoor hall. I mean, it's 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 impressive. They have an area where you can ride e-bikes and different yeah. things like that. So um very very cool event lots of family friendly things it's still going on like this is going to release and you guys will still have time to go if you want to run over there um look at those uh, deer look at those deer you see them up on that oh, hill yeah there's a, a whole bunch, bunch of them, them. got any antlers on them? i don't know a little shed yet
2: i mean it, 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 look at the sky look at those deer right there dude they're everywhere there is a big front look coming Look at in. you I mean, picking all the deer out, yeah, Paul. I'm so proud of you. No. Uh, but, I mean, we, we are headed into some sort of storm. I mean, look at the sky yeah. in front of us. Man, I don't know, maybe, they're, maybe they're getting hungry. That's
1: but, anywho, so we got this whole big uh, <laughs> whole big, trade show. Lots going on. it take you a couple days to see it all, and we got to work that booth. So we got to meet some cool people and learn some things. I, I almost feel like I know what a... You know a Garmin unit can do now. After listening to Dan explain it 35 times, yeah. Uh, this year, got you. I actually felt like I got to talk to some people about uh, you know Tacticam and Spy Point SpyPoint, some of the things that you we've used. you really have a good a good handle about about the the cameras and the setups and how
2: they work and the settings. Like you, you that was you were very comfortable talking
1: but talking about that. It's one of those things. Once you use it, you you feel like you've got a better handle, you know, right? I can't. No. And that's been my motto in life when it comes to anything. It's like i got to do it before I can yeah. actually talk about it. You
2: know, you know what really annoys me? And I, I try not to do this. Like when I go to a show like this or NWTF or SHOT Show, whatever the hell it is, I've got – if I'm looking for something, I've already done the research mm-hmm. at home. I know what I'm looking for. And if I see something that I'm like, that's pretty cool, that's an impulse buy – I don't ask a lot of questions. I just do it, you know. And I, and I don't impulse buy like twelve hundred dollars stuff. So they had this hat there, and it was for it was primarily for coon hunters, uh, where it's like it's it's a ball cap, but it's got like a, a hard layer, hard shell. What was the brand on that? Cajun something? Cajun lights. Pretty Cajun neat. Lights. If you're a coon hunter. Pretty sweet. It's got a battery pack on the back. It's got a really big headlamp on the front, and this sucker is bright. And I can't tell you how many of these older guys would come up and they'd be like, "How many lumens is this?" And I'm like, "Dude, I-, I don't know, man. It's bright. That's how many lumens it is." Like, and I would just turn it Open on. Put your
1: eyes. I'm gonna turn it. I on. would
2: turn it on, and, and we're in this like well lit hall, and the and the ceiling's a hundred feet above us. And I would turn it on, and it would light up the ceiling above us. I'm like, "That's how many lumens is it? It, it-, it is." I'm like, right. "It's bright. That's the answer. How many lumens?" i don't know and you know what you don't know but some bitch is bright that's how many lumens it is (laughs) and it was just like uh, some of these people they come up and 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 if you were this person i'm listening to this i want you to stop it they ask the dumbest questions about stuff like you know hey will this red dot fit on 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 this you know particular model rail uh and fit on and, and mount sideways at a 12 degree angle and i'm like but I don't know what. I, I, none of us know what you just said. It's a red dot for picktini rail. That's all I can tell you. Yeah. It's just like guys get super, super technical, and and then and then you know, like we'll take the time. And this is what really makes me mad. So this is definitely you. If you ask a question for anything, and it takes someone ten minutes to find out the answer, and they take the time to find out. Look at this. There was a freaking semi trailer that flipped over at it some was point. Was a semi trailer. It is in pieces. Not oh a man! Anymore. I'd hate to have been in the traffic on the backside of that accident. So anyway, so you ask a you ask a question, and the, and then people take the time to find to answer your stupid question, and then you don't even say thank you, and you turn around and walk away. Mm. I, I I don't know how how these people that do trade show stuff operate because I'm like oh my god, like I just wasted 20 minutes of my time answering this guy's question about you know the the aluminum that they use in a Tridicon site and and he didn't he didn't even say thank you and he just turned around and walked off oh shoot buy that site
1: all right if that's you so stop it some of the other highlights from the the show uh the dude who walked up first thing in the morning and um was like oh yeah it, okay I'm gonna try to set this picture so we're standing behind the booth we got a handful of things. Everything's got, like, a price tag on it. The price tag was, like, a piece of foam. Think of, like, an index card. Uh, it was a piece of foam that had the actual tag, like, written or a piece of paper glued to it, whatever, in front of these earmuffs. And the... Um, it's a price tag. It's a price tag. It literally just says, you know, earmuffs. I don't know what it was, $99. 110 whatever. And so the, this guy comes up, and he's like, oh, this is real nice. Uh, when you know, he says this is real nice, he picks up the price tag. He's not even touching the earmuffs. He's, yeah, that's the only one you got. Oh, it's just one here. Okay. And he, like, kind of grabs it and, like, takes it and starts walking away. We all kind of look at each other. We're like, did Homeboy just swipe our price tag? Yeah, <laughs> like, and, and, and Dan, Dan yeah, was uh, like, uh, <laughs> uh, that, that's, "That that's a price tag. Like, oh, oh okay, okay gotcha, gotcha.
2: For those of you that have that have been through PA, we're going through the Allegheny Mountain Tunnel just to give you guys an update of where we're at. So
1: So podcasting from a mountain. The middle of a mountain. Oh uh, yeah. So what else? They had uh Dan busted out some thermals today. God, those are so cool. They uh, were cool. And then that other one that was like a night vision, more of a night vision, low light type scope. With an illuminator on the side. Yeah, that was that
2: was pretty neat. After talking to the Midwest or Missouri well, Midwest Gunworks and Missouri Woods and Waterfellas, I I want to kill some coyotes, man. Yeah, we got to figure that one out. Yeah, There's I want to I want to I want to shoot I want to shoot something in the middle of the night. Yes, a deer. Or, or, Jesus, I'm not shooting a deer <laughs> in the middle of the night. to Shoot a coyote. Cancelled.
1: Uh, I heard these guys. So just to clarify, I'm not going to shoot deer in the middle of the night. Yeah. So, uh, man, what else? We did. Uh, we we've, we've teased the Amish meat pocket, so we'll just go ahead and dive into that. We, after talking to Brad there a couple weeks ago, uh, he was. It's a delicacy of, of the Great American Outdoors Show, and you and I went yesterday, venturing for it. Couldn't, couldn't find, find it. No. Uh, we failed. Had the world's most expensive tacos. World's most expensive tacos. While we watched dogs jumping in the water. It was, it was cool. Yeah. Different lunch setting. It was good. Uh, well, but today, Jacob Knight, our boy. Old Ted. He came TV. down and he saved the day and he, he helped us find the Amish meat pockets. Now
2: So but, here's what's funny, we couldn't find them and, and he had to he just was like, you know what, screw it, I'm gonna ask someone. Yeah. So we didn't realize this. They're not actually called Amish meat pockets. Oh. Uh, so so he walks up to this to this stand of, of women selling selling food and he's like, Excuse me ma'am, do you know where the Amish meat pockets are? <laughs> And the lady, like, just with pure disgust in her face, (laughs) looks at him. She's like, you mean Rachel's stuffed pretzels? (laughs) And he's like, "Uh, yes. And I start laughing. I'm like, oh, yeah. (laughs) So, yes, Rachel's stuffed pretzels are the real name for Amish Amish meat pockets. It just happens to be Amish folks that stuff these pretzels with delicious
1: meats. So
2: it it is like a freaking hot pretzel. It's like stuffed pretzel.
1: Yeah, and it's filled with filling, which they had, like, buffalo. They had buffalo chicken, steak. chicken, steak. Uh, I had the Philly cheesesteak Amish meat
2: pocket. It was delicious. Fantastic. Fantastic. The only thing that I didn't like that thing had, it was, like, super juicy. So I'm holding, like, this, you know, wiener-shaped food. Your favorite. And then then I I bite into it. And it shot hot freaking Amish meat barbecue juice, juice all over my face shirt. and all over my shirt i was not i was not happy about that so oh, just shit. a mental picture of this giant balded man just like both hands on this giant stuffed pretzel with <laughs> so funny freaking barbecue sauce all over myself
0: oh
1: yes but but anyways all in all great show still time to was, go man, i think it goes through fun. the end of the upcoming weekend and if you guys have nothing else better to do, it's a good thing. You know what? The, the one thing that's really cool about that show, there's a lot of stuff there. And there's a lot of expensive stuff there. That if you're ever like, I want to go, I want to put my hands on something uh, before I go buy it, it's a great place to do it. Mm-hmm. Whether it's in the archery hall or, you know, the gun room, like I kept referring to where we were at. There's all kinds of stuff there. You know, the, all the big gun manufacturers ha- have Booths there and all that kind of stuff so i mean it is there's literally everything
2: mm-hmm. everything it was pretty it was pretty neat yep. um so yeah good stuff what else we got man we got we got anything i mean so
1: so we, turkey season fast approaching it is Get getting ready for that uh we walked we walked into that one room that had all the turkey calls and stuff and your, your uh, ears just perked up and i'm like man, man, i love I'm the sound call of out of here for yeah, a while i love the sound of a freaking hen yelping
2: Gobbler yelping, gobblers, uh, all of it, man. It, uh, you know, I, I control myself. Someone asked Jacob asked me today. He's like, "How many? So how many turkey calls you actually got?" And I, I've got a lot, but I have intentionally not jumped off the ledge of buying like collector calls because once that box is opened up, it's going to hard. It, it's it's going to be hard to get me to shut it off, like. So I, you know, I've upgraded calls, you know, I'll, I'll start out and, and man, you can kill turkeys with a freaking, you know, piece of rubber stretched over a tin can of snuff, you know, snuff cans, stuff, tube calls, you know, but you know, so I'll, I'll get different calls and I will give away different turkey calls, Sleigh calls, box calls, glass calls, whatever, whatever it may be. Give them to friends, give them to people that start hunting. So, you know, I, I've got, you know, I, I got a lot, but. Man, I, I can't I can't dive off that. One of one of the guys we're gonna have on the show, a gentleman named Bob, he lives here in Ohio. He is probably he, he has probably the most extensive collection of turkey calls in the country. And that's I mean, it is impressive. And he'll send me pictures of turkey calls. He's like, This look what I bought. Look what I got. Look what I picked up. Or be like, hey man, I got this, I'm willing to part for it. You got a couple hundred bucks? And I'm like, Bob, I'm gonna block you." If you keep texting me these awesome turkey calls, because one of these days I'm going to do it, and that's just it. It's just it's it's all going to fall apart from there. So that's funny.
1: So but. turkey turkey question. Since we're on the call thing, yeah. What is the average lifespan of a diaphragm call, dude? Every just get rid of them every year. Okay. Yeah. So think about that, man.
2: Like think of all the bacteria that's in your mouth. That's my question. And guys will put like, and, and I'm not a, I'm not a mouth call guy. I'm not a diaphragm call guy never will be, but people, I mean, you put that in your mouth and like, I, I hear a lot of guys will put, um, uh, like mouthwash on their calls, dude, you can get a mouth call for like seven bucks, yeah. you know? And I mean like the most expensive mouth call that you can get is like $15, you know? So, I mean, that's just, I don't know. That's kind of, yeah. Replace them every year. And I mean, you're hammering on those things. Like they stretch out, like my tube call, like I, I, you know, I stretch the the latex on that when I use them, and I'm constantly you know resetting it and stretching it out. I you know I go through you know 30 pieces of latex a year, but you know I I replace them all the time. So yeah, I, I mean, I'd say do yourself a favor, man, just get get a new one every Do you year. stick with the same brand and style, or do you go? I, I mean, I would if you like the if you find something that you like the sound and and you know the way that that call performs for you. Yeah. You know switch it up because all like with 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 mouth calls like the, the the cuts that's the that's the difference in in sound and i mean even like like the advanced guys like like scott ellis you know we've we've had him on that guy could make like six distinct sounds with one mouth call and that's impressive but for for most of us mere mortals, you only get one or two you know distinct sounds of 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 a you know per per mouth call so at yeah, the, the different cuts. That's you know you can you can get raspier, you can get lower, you can get higher. Um, so, very yeah. interesting stuff.
1: Well, buddy, yeah. I think that's what we got for this week. Um, hopefully, that gives you guys a little insight to the Great American Outdoors Show. And next week, we will be hopefully having our discussion about the Ohio deer season. We'll put that to bed yeah. and get on the turkey train. Oh man, I can't wait for that. It's Paul's time of the year. Yeah, so. I
2: can't wait. Yeah, if you listen to this, you do if you're still here. Nine Finger Chronicles, I did an episode. That was really neat. Dan got me all freaking wound up. You guys hear you just little bits. I've been I've been I've been containing my excitement and my enthusiasm uh, in support of wild turkeys and wild turkey hunters. But it is time to unleash the beast. So if you want to hear me get all worked up and, and get on my soapbox about turkey hunting, get on that Nine Fingers Chronicle podcast that was great i had a great time dan really did a great job at the interview if you want to learn how to turkey hunt you want to hear some cool turkey hunting stories how to hunt turkeys podcast that's pretty sweet and keep listening
1: here we got some good people in the sportsman's empire in general lots and lots and lots of shows coming mm-hmm. good stuff
2: yeah good stuff so uh
1: the podcast 2 com is our website we've got the dot podcast on instagram o2podcast oh, yes. at uh go wild and yeah find us on tiktok 0 2 podcast every once in a while i throw some stuff up there so appreciate you yeah. as always and if you got time a review is always wonderfully welcome i think that's about it man that's it appreciate you guys take care